Well, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Raise Your Bars podcast. I'm Al Rattan, along with my good friend, Chris Baker from sunny Florida. Chris, how was your New Year's? New Year was was good. Quiet, but spent with family, just enjoying. Um, it's sunny Florida, but it's cold Florida at the moment. Cold for Florida, not cold, cold for, for anywhere else, but okay, cold for Florida. Enough. But but no, yeah. New Year's is good, and so full of... Uh, optimism and uh, and looking forward to to a, a fantastic 2024 how about you you know what i feel the same way i think i put a post out on social media saying 2024 is going to be incredible and i'm just holding i'm as paul as one of our mentors paul martinelli would say hold that image right i'm holding the yep. image for uh 2024 being an incredible year uh and this is our first podcast of 2024 so this is actually we're now into our third year yeah of doing podcasts and that's Crazy. pretty exciting uh I'm, I'm i'm fired up i think it's going to be a fantastic year and yes there's doom and gloom and the economic forecasts and outlooks and stuff like that but at the same time you know what there is opportunity and uh and we're going to hold the mindset of having opportunity and abundance and that's actually what we're going to talk about tonight is um we're we're pulling we're pulling something from one of one of our mentors' books, John Maxwell. He wrote a book called No Limits a couple of years ago. And if you haven't read it, you really should because it's fantastic. And chapter twelve in No Limit No Limits is titled Abundance Capacity. And he actually talks about twelve different or he talks about fourteen different capacities that we have in life. And chapter twelve is on the abundance capacity. Your choice to believe there is more than enough. So Chris, if I just mm. throw that title out to you. What what maybe sparks something in your mind or in your heart from just from those words? You know, it 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 really reminds me of of my uh, my favorite quote, the Henry Ford quote: "Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're usually right." Mm -hmm. You know, and I've I've used that for gosh, I don't know, twelve years, and um, even before I was on the personal growth journey or officially on it, I, I, I guess I was on it unofficially without knowing it, but. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> that's what it that's what it says to me you know you right. you you know what you what you think and, and how you act is is what you'll get right and yeah, exactly. and the the important thing to me that is is how you act and and it's be the person you want to become right so be the leader you want to become be the father you want to become the husband you want to become be be that and see yourself in that um abundant life and successful life and and live that, live that and it will come to you. Yeah. Because if you don't, you live the opposite, then guess what? You're going to get the opposite. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, John says in the book here, because I think I was born an abundant, uh, born with an abundance mindset. And I can honestly say, Chris, I did mm -hmm. not have that abundant mindset until probably, I would say even, uh, you know, 20, 2010 plus area, right? Even though right. I had sort of started my personal growth journey a uh, number of years earlier, uh, reading books and trying to be positive, I still had that that scarcity, poor man's mentality attitude uh, when it came to anything in my life that I didn't, re I didn't really believe that I deserved more than yeah. I had at that moment. And I, I, I don't think I've ever shared this on our podcast before, but when I turned 30 years old, which would have been 1998, uh, we were living, we were nowhere where I thought I'd be in life. We were living in a little basement suite apartment. Um, my oldest son would be about a year old. 
It was me, my wife, and my son. And I turned 30 on December 7th, 1998. And you can ask Marge, I cried. Mm-hmm. I cried. Like I wept because I was nowhere near where I thought I would be in life by that age. I was starting over in a new job, in a new company. We were living in this little apartment, um, you know, eking out a living. Uh, And, and I think that, you know, I definitely had a scarcity mindset then. And I would say it carried through for a good another 10, 12 years of my life before I started to believe that I could see more for myself. Hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's so true. And I, I think the, if we're honest, the majority of people feel that way, mm-hmm. right? The majority do, you know, you, you only have to, to look at the news and even social media and it's everything. It, it is, it, it tends to be more negative than it does positive. Absolutely. And, and, it, you know, there's a lot of people that would, will, will be happy to live in that life of average and mediocrity because mm-hmm. if they are to try and, and stretch and grow, is going to take you out of that comfort zone and therefore it's going to be uncomfortable, which is potentially painful. And we want to avoid the pain. And, and again, you know, we've talked about it before where you look at, you look at children and anything is possible. They've definitely got an abundant mindset, right? They'll they'll do things that you look at them. You think, gosh, you're crazy. Mm -hmm. And the problem is, is when they get to those early teenage years, we start telling them that they're crazy. We start telling them to stop dreaming, mm-hmm. big, to take it easy, to be careful, right? And even when we 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 send them to school, it's just like, just get through this, memorize the exams, leave school, get a safe job, you know, get married, get a house, just be, be don't don't be too ambitious, right? right. Because you don't want right. to get um get let down. So we we are I, I believe we probably are born with an abundance mindset, mm-hmm. as John says, mm-hmm. but based on the people that we've got around us, the influencers will determine whether we keep that abundance mindset or whether we slip into the, the more scarcity, common scarcity mindset. Yeah. Yeah. See, uh, you know, pulling a line out of the book, John says that abundant, uh, while abundance thinkers believe there is more than enough of everything a person needs in the world, scarcity thinkers believe there is not enough to go around. And I mean, you just see that in people's lives, the way they live out, right? We had, go back to COVID. What, what were people doing? Out of all things in the world, they were, they were hoarding toilet paper. Right. right? It's a scarcity <laughs> mindset that, oh my goodness, the world is running out of toilet paper. You know, and yeah, the grocery shelves were bare for toilet paper, but not for long. They were still getting inventory. They were just limiting them out. Why do you need? Why all of a sudden do you need like, you know, cases of toilet paper when you only go through a bag, a a bag every couple of weeks or a month? (laughs) Like it was just, it just crazy. So people, again, it went back to the media, right? It fueled the fear, the fear switch turned on and people all of a sudden said, oh my goodness, there's scarcity in this that I better hoard instead of, uh, you know, instead of taking what I need and leaving some for everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like you. You know, I know in the I wasn't around in the Second World War, but you know, my my grandparents that would tell me stories of of rations, right? Mm-hmm. And so things were rationed, and you think, okay, well, that's probably a more sensible way of doing things, right? Right. Instead of saying you can go and get a trolley full of of toilet paper, just give people four rolls, six rolls, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, how, how 
we don't want to go down this <laughs> this route. No. But how much how much do you go through right in a in yeah. a week, a month, or a year even? So it it is it is crazy, but unfortunately, that's the way. This is the way we're conditioned to think, right? It's that FOMO, that fear of missing out, the fear of of being left behind, or you know whatever. It's it's just it's always that fear. Yeah, and exactly. Fear comes into in into so much. It's uh, yeah. it's crazy. I mean, there's you know I think there's healthy fear, right? It caught, it causes us to maybe be cautious in certain things. Like maybe I shouldn't drive my car at a hundred and 180 down the highway. Right. That's mm -hmm. like, that would scare me. Right. And probably right. rightfully so. Right. Because I'm not an experienced race car yeah. driver and it's also not safe for those around us. So that's a healthy fear. But at the same time, we also, again, like you said it before, we become comfortable in, we, in, in, in where we're at and anything that's going to pull us away from that it, it generates a certain mm -hmm. level of fear, but I mean, the people that we see in our lives or see around us that are, are successful and growing and thriving, they've, they've pushed forward despite yeah. fear. Yeah. It's the, it's the anxiety and excitement emotions, right? Which we, mm -hmm. again, we've said before, it's the same emotion. It's just how you perceive it. Exactly. So if you take your, your car example, right? You know, you you driving down the road at 180 miles an hour would scare the what's it out of you, right? And, I was talking kilometers, so. Uh... Well, even then, that's what 120 miles an hour is still yeah. fast, right? <laughs> so it would scare you. So that's going to create anxiety, mm -hmm. right? Whereas if you look at a race car driver going at 100, 180 kilometers an hour, that's going to excite them. Right. So they're going to be, their adrenaline is going to be pumping. They're going to look forward to it. Mm -hmm. so it's two people driving the same car at the same speed. Right. But how you perceive that with either excitement or anxiety, with either abundance or scarcity, mm -hmm. determines the result. Exactly. Right. And if you think about it, if if you are, again, if you've got two, if there's one driving down the road with excitement and abundance mindset, one driving with a scarcity and, and um, fear, anxiety and a fear, yeah. the one with the anxiety and fear is probably going to crash. Mm -hmm. right whereas the one with excitement and and uh and abundance is going to love it and keep going yeah but the one with fear and anxiety is going to overreact should something go Correct. wrong or the other yeah. one's going to maintain their cool mm -hmm. uh i watched you know speaking of traveling fast and you can actually see this if you haven't watched it yet watch the movie gran turismo it's fantastic i was super impressed by it very well done and just the excitement of these young kids that had the opportunity to go race race cars. And I didn't even realize it was based on a true story. Um, but just it, it's pretty cool to see. And then those guys, they're going fast around that racetrack, yeah. like very fast for me. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to do it. I wouldn't want to do it. So yeah. going, for, going on further down the book here, John talks about your perspective will determine what world you live in and you can choose your perspective. So again, what perspective are you going to choose when you're approaching these different mm -hmm. things that come to you in your life are you going to be approaching it with that anxiety and fear are you going to approach it with excitement accept, uh, excitement and maybe even anticipation and i think that's the mindset that i've learned to develop here chris over the years yeah. is to, is to look at these challenges with an excitement and anticipation about what could be right what is in store for you in 24 yeah are you looking for the opportunities and the solutions or are you looking for the problems and the pitfalls? Right. Exactly. And, and, and again, it's the, the, the opportunity, you mentioned it with, with COVID, you mentioned it with, with this year, opportunities exist all around us, 
But if we walk around with our head down and that scarcity mindset, we won't see them. Right? They could be right in front of our faces, but if we're not looking for them, if we're not ready to receive them, we won't get them. Right? So, but if you've got your head up and you're looking and you are uh, have that abundance mindset, you have that positive, you're looking for you're looking for um solutions to every every problem or every challenge, mm -hmm. you'll find them. Right. And and opportunities will knock that you wouldn't even dream would come your way. Exactly. People call it luck. It's not luck. No. no. <laughs> it's no. by design, right? It's by design or by default. Right, right. And you know, think even even the most recent client we onboarded, right? Which we're starting the, our program, our eight week program with them for their their profit accelerator program in in uh, in a, a week and a week and a few days, right? That that sort of fell into our lap. A friend right. said, "Hey, talk to this guy," and he talked. We talked, and next thing we know, we're on a call mm -hmm. with you and him and I and his partner. And next thing you know, we're 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 going to work with them. Yeah, to help them grow and expand their company in 2024 and beyond. And I mean, that's exciting. We were looking for opportunities. We were open for opportunities. We weren't afraid to take on something and maybe in an industry that we haven't really worked with before, right. but business is business. People are people. We're just doing different products, right? right. So, right. and it's exciting for us because I believe and you believe, and we know that we can help them. Yeah. We know we can help them grow. So, yeah. Uh, John says in the book here, we'll, we'll, we'll hit a couple more lines here before we, before we wrap things up, but, um, abundance says your best days are before you scarcity says this is as good as it gets, right? How you respond is determined by the voice, the voice we allow to speak to us mm -hmm. in our mind. Yeah. What are and, and the voices we listen to with the people we associate with as well. Right. Absolutely. That's where um, the power of the inner circle comes in too. Yeah. I mean, let's let's look outside out of the windshield, right? That mm -hmm. is that is 25 times bigger than the rearview mirror. Right. Yeah. So spend 25 more times looking forward than you are looking backwards. And you, you need to look backwards, as we said before, because you should be reflecting on on what's gone and mm -hmm. learning from things that went well and things that didn't go so well, and then adapting and and moving forward. Right. But, and to move forward, you have to be looking forward. Otherwise, you'll, you'll trip over. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll let you in on a little secret. So, folks, you know, I'm, I'm a person of faith. So I'm actually bringing the message at my church this Sunday morning. And, Chris, I'm using your line in there. I say a good friend of mine always talks about the windshield being larger than the rearview mirror for a reason. Yeah. And so I'm using I'm using that in my message this Sunday to encourage people to really embrace 2024. My whole thing is the new year, new you. This is the title mm -hmm. of my message is really about people embracing, um, you know, what in this case, what God has in store for them in 2024 and beyond and and really pushing in and moving into that, getting out of this scarcity yeah. mindset of, you know, that's just going to be more of the same of 2023 or it's going to be excellent. And I believe it's going to mm -hmm. be excellent. And so do you. It's, so, it's your choice at the end of the day, right? If you believe it's going to be more of the same, it will be. Exactly. Exactly. So one last point here that John talks about is scarcity. He says uh, scarcity lives on the other side of no, meaning people stay where it's safe. Well, abundance lives on the other side of yes, meaning they'll try something new. Mm -hmm. Try something new. Yeah, man. It's just it's a great book. It's a great yeah. book. We're just pulling a few lines out of it here tonight, folks, to yeah. talk about it. But, you know, if what, what does that say to you? 
Well, again, another another quote, and I, I I I use it a lot. I can't remember who said it, but if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always gotten, right? So, you know, if you if you want different results, you've got to do different actions, mm-hmm. right? If you do the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, that's the that's the definition of insanity. So, what do you want for your life? Are you are you going to accept mediocrity? Or are you going to rise? Never. You know, again, it's in it's in in where is it up here in my book, right? The the initial thing in there. Are you ready to rise to the greater expect, expectation of your inner self? Right. It's it's that. Are you are you are you listening and prepared to accept what other people tell you is your reality, or are you prepared to to go with what you you know your reality can be, right? right. And yeah. be that person today. Mm-hmm. And and if you you know, no just means not yet. Means you weren't ready. Right. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do? Get ready. Right. How are you going to prepare? Yeah. And and, and then, ready, then be so ready. ready when the next time comes. Exactly. Yeah. I think 2024 for us, Chris, is is just it is really, truly a year of opportunity. And obviously, mm-hmm. folks, everybody that we we come into contact with, we want to be an encourager and uplifter of others. And, you know, if you're hearing this episode tonight, you know, set aside, you know, reflect on 2023. Yeah. The wins the losses, the hurts, right? What did you learn through those things? Mm-hmm. And look forward to, to 2024 with the anticipation of the, the abundance that can be right. there for you. Uh, stop listening to the, to the scarcity mindset people. Uh-huh. And I actually talk about this in my message. I sat down with somebody. Um, it was a group and I sat down beside someone and they started talking and everything out of their mouth for the entire time I was sitting there was bashing people, bashing businesses, bashing government, negative, negative. And I made up, I made an excuse and I got up and I moved a change. Steve. <laughs> Don't blame me. Yeah. I was like, I was, it was five minutes. I was exhausted. Like it sucked everything, all life out of me. <laughs> draining. Yeah. It's draining. And it's like, I do not want to be around people like that. No. And I'm not going to be around people like that. that doesn't mean that I'd have a, I have a bad day once in a while. Maybe do I, I fall into that scarcity mindset occasionally. Oh. Yes, we all do. Mm-hmm. We all do, but I'm not going to live there. There's yeah. so much more. Yeah. So much more. yeah and, I, and I think we, we, we probably need to fall into that every now and again, right? Just to reground yeah. ourselves. And, and, but the, the difference is with our level of awareness, we catch it yeah, exactly. right? and catch it a lot quicker than maybe we used to, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I do that, you know, I do, even today I, I like, reacted a little bit at work to something and then i sat down and i was like really why am i doing that you know and then and then you you get over it and you and you move forward mm-hmm. um let me share share just one thing i know we're, we're sort of out of time a little and then, bit and share, share and then give our our challenge out to our listeners well, th- this is partly th- this is probably a share and a challenge right so i i was talking to one of my team the other day and you know i, I was asking a you know, what, what, where do you see your future? What do you want to be doing? What sort of job do you want to be doing? Mm-hmm. Right. And I said, I know you're not ready yet, but you really need to start thinking about it. Cause if it's going to be two, three d- years down the line, don't wait until you get there and then think about what you want to do. Right. right? So the, the answer is, I, I, I don't really know what I want to do. There's, you know, and mm-hmm. again, at Disney, there's so many different jobs that it, it's difficult to hone in on, on one. And I said, I'm not really looking at that. So here's, here's the, Here's what I suggested that that she do, and this is the this is the the challenge, if you like, for our our, our listeners. 
is start thinking about what you love to do. Start thinking and writing down like when you when you do this thing that you get lost in time, right? That mm -hmm. hours can go by and suddenly you realize, wow, that's that's gone and you and you just enjoy doing this. And think about what is it about that that you enjoy, right? Why why does that give Good. you so much pleasure? Good. Right? And and look at your strengths, right? If you you had to to drill down and say these are my top three strengths, what would they be and why? Right. Mm -hmm. Then also start looking at it and saying, am I using those at the moment? And if not, why not? Right. Could I put those into my into my 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 current position or my current life, whatever it is? And this is personal, professional. It doesn't matter. Right. Then start looking at your values and do like the values exercise that we do. Al, right. So so get your values, drill them down to, to three that these values are things that you will not compromise under any circumstances. Yeah. And if you want to go this step further, give five other people that you know the same list and ask them to, to from that list to drill down to three values that they see in you and ask mm, them to write down. Line. Yeah. And ask that's them really why good. they see those values. Right. Really because good. then you'll look at it because what you see as your values may not be what other people see as your values. That's really good. It's not saying they're right and you're wrong because it could be that that actually you think your values are this, but you display the other and then you go, actually, yeah, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. And then so, you, you want to start thinking about how could I, how could I do use these things in a, in a, a, a job that is going to pay me, right. Um, mm -hmm. Pay me a living. Um, but it means that I enjoy going to work. I look forward to it. Yeah. Right. And do you want to work? Do you want to be a leader? There's nothing wrong if you don't, right? You 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 may want to be an hourly cast member or an hourly hourly employee. Right. You you may want to start a business. You may want to be a leader. You may you may want to be a manager or project manager and not have a team, or you may want a team. Mm -hmm. Start thinking about those things, and then then you form in a picture of 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 you know where your your strengths and abilities are. And then you create that vision that we've talked about before. If you could design and create your ideal life, what would it look and feel like? Mm. Where would you be living? What, do you, what would you be doing for a living? Who would be in your life? Where would you go on holiday? What cars would you own? You know, what would you do for a living? And how, you know, would you, what, what difference are you going to make by doing that to yourself and to other people? So there's a, a ton of stuff there, right? And, and it yeah. starts with really looking at, again, what makes you happy? What makes you sad and why? Right? right. And then do more of what makes you happy. Do less of what makes you sad. Mm -hmm. Look at your strengths, live in your strength zone. You should have probably two or three areas of opportunity as well, which are not weaknesses. They're areas that you can strengthen to become strengths. Yeah. yeah. And then when you know what your weaknesses are, you need to partner with somebody else that's strong in those areas of weakness because you don't want to be working in those. You won't enjoy life if you're working in that area. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's so really you probably good. need to rewind and listen back to that again. To that again. There's a lot of there, but, <laughs> yeah. but but at the same time, it, it's a lot, but it's it's valuable stuff if you'll actually go out and spend some time yeah. working on that over the next couple of weeks. So you don't have to do it now. You don't have to do it now. No. But but do it at some point in time over the next few weeks so you can start figuring out where you need to be and go and make 2024 your best year yet. Because it can be, it can be. Yep. So, uh, anyone, hey, so thanks for listening to the Raise Your Bars podcast. We really appreciate it. Uh, if uh, you got value out of this, then please um, 
please uh, share it with friends, family, coworkers, and also um, uh, reach out to uh, find us on social media. You can go search Raise Your Bars on Facebook and look for Legacy, Legacy Creators, which is for men 40 years and older. Profit Accelerator, which is for business owners and personal growth solutions, which is for everyone. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Have an amazing yep. day. Take care. Bye for Bye now. For now.